best pickup game in the world, or so they say. But no, that really was not. I mean, we had Mike Malone say that was the worst basketball game he's ever watched. We had Jalen Brown say that wasn't even real basketball. And anyone that watched it knows what those two are talking about. I watched every second of that cringe fest. So we got to talk about how to fix it. Me and Faraz got a couple ideas for you. And we are back. That's right. Back again for another episode of The Hoop Plug. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And as always, rocking with you on this all-star edition, rendition of The Hoop Plug. It's your main man for Ross in the building. And I got with me, sound off, you know what I'm saying, my brother, my partner in crime, co to the CEO, Stir Fry. That's stir, stir, fry, tie. You know what I'm saying? We know it was the stir, but I wasn't sure if this is a stir. But nonetheless, <laughs> Tyler Murray, how you feeling, my brother? I'm feeling good. For the hundredth time back on Wax with my brother, my dog, my co-host, Ross. how are you feeling? Oh, man, once you said that, hundred, you know what I'm saying? I'm three digits. That centurion, you know? Feeling nice, bro. On top of that, we're bringing it in with a 2023 all-star mm. edition of the Hoop Plug Man, I couldn't be feeling any better, man. Very excited to get into topic of what we got today, or should I say unexcited? You know what I mean? A lot of firsts this All-Star weekend, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it was first G League player in the dunk contest, first time testing out this format in the Rising Stars, first time someone scoring over 50 in the main big boy game, you know what I mean? A lot of firsts. Something just felt missing. Ty, why don't you break it down for the good folks at home? Yes, sir. And before we get into All-Star Weekend, we got a jam-packed show as always. We're talking how to fix the All-Star game and some hot takes heading into the last 20 games of the regular season. All right, here we go, y'all. Rising Stars, we're going to start with the event that took place on Friday, the Rising Star Games. And man, I got to say, I love the setup. NBA is embracing its Hooper roots. Four squads playing pickup like you do in high school practice. I love it. Winning, you stay on. It was actually fun to watch. My favorite contest of the whole weekend. Saw some action from some summer league standout. Stretch mark four. Our guy, Kenneth Lofton, shouts out. He hasn't sniffed the court in Memphis, but who knows? They keep losing game. He might just be in that rotation. <laughs> That's big facts. That's big facts. You know what I mean? And we thought the Grizzly didn't have no trouble in the West. Apparently, Kenneth Lofton is the answer to that. Anyways, with that being said, though, no, it was great. You know what I mean? They tested out this format. And it worked wonders. They got to keep this going on for the future. And Anek, your boy, was the leading scorer for the entire game for the Rising Stars, man. Yes, sir. The man, the front office deemed untouchable in the Donovan Mitchell talks. <laughs> Quentin Grimes showed why. 27 to lead all scorers for the night. He had over 50% of his team's points. My guy was balling. Just absolutely lethal from three-point range. Grand Theft Colorado did his thing, though. Does what he does. Snuck up from behind Quentin Grimes and stole that MVP because he only had about 11 <laughs> points for tonight. But he had the big three, the fading bucket on Quentin Grimes to seal facts. it. So I, I get it. I get it. Facts, facts. He even got an appearance from Scoot Henderson, you know what I'm saying? Guy who's been set in the D League. Sorry, G League, you know, for copyright reasons or whatever it is. But uh, G League on fire, man. You know what I'm saying? It was good to see some action from him. Some action, like we mentioned, from our favorite stretch mark bowl. Some action from the, some Knicks guys. You know, it was it was cool. It was fun on Saturday, you know? Yeah, fun Friday night. And we always like to see some of those guys, some of the promising young players around the league that if they're not on your squad, you're not be able to see them play. So that was dope, man. Moving on to Saturday, we had the dunk contest, a.k.a. the Mac McClung contest, and then the three-point <laughs> shootout. Yo, what did you think of that Saturday night? I saw this was the highest-viewed NBA All-Star Saturday 
to date. Well, listen, we got to give big, big credit, big shout out to Mac McClung, man. We, we've we all known who he was coming out of high school. We're like, who's this little guy with the hops? You know what I mean? Went to Georgetown, was around, bouncing around, went to, I want to say Texas Tech or Texas, something like that. Anyways, made his way to the league, bounced around, found himself in the G League, you know what I mean? And in one weekend, you know, he went from unsigned in the league to signed for the Sixers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Went to winning the contest, when it went to having his own shoe endorsement, you know? But I have to say, right, although Mac McClung wasn't a big name per se, someone in the NBA doing work, he had enough star power, and he brought the dunks to make up for it. Man, this guy was on fire. Yeah, man, I saw the best part about it, dunks were fire, right? It looked like Mac McClung comes from that school of dunking, professionals <laughs> i know he's a baller right he's a hoop professional he's in the g league he's had a couple games in the league yeah. but how people know him in the hoop world is the dunks we've seen on instagram on tiktok Bye. since he's been 17 in high school and i saw his interview he was plugging he's got his own workout program the mac mcclung <laughs> plyometrics basement workouts with pops that's how he got the bounce so hey. any, any of y'all young folks out there check out plyometrics man that's real deal stuff tim grover he trained michael jordan with that stuff Trying to get that bounce up. Big shouts out, Coach Redwine. We're going to have him on the podcast <laughs> soon. Training the young for us, trying to get his bounce right with a plyo. You know what I'm saying? But you said it. No, um, it's very exciting to see him win the dunks that he's had. And the guy's got supreme bounce, like you mentioned, known specifically for his dunking ability and his ability to fly through the air. So big shouts, Mac. Three-point shootout, man. I'm going to let you touch on this one. What are your thoughts on the three-point shootout, man? We saw Tyrese Halliburton, Herky Jerky, hitting, going <laughs> unconscious. <laughs> I mean, throwing them up looking like Lonzo Ball from UCLA. Just all types of rules being broken with the shooting form. But my man was knocking down. And then Damian Lillard going Dame time. Not only did he have the walk-off on All-Star night, he also had the walk-off in the three-point shooting contest to take that home. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dame Lillard not able to add a championship to the resume but able to add the three-point contest winner. Man, big shouts out to Dame time. It was his time. Hopefully, it could be his time to get some help in Portland very soon, man. Moving on, you know what I'm saying? Saturday was cool, but Sunday was supposed to be cooler. I don't think it was. Ty, thoughts on Sunday, man? We saw a big game, a lot of scoring, very high-scoring game, a lot of 30 balls, even saw 50 balls. Something was missing. Why don't you break it down for us, man? Best pickup game in the world, or so they say, but no, that really was not. I mean, we had Mike Malone say that was the worst basketball game he's ever watched. We had Jalen Brown say that wasn't even <laughs> real basketball. And anyone that watched it knows what those two are talking about. I watched every second of that cringe fest. It started with Ernie trying to get through the draft intro, Shaq and Chuck on the <laughs> hot mics, not shutting up. It was way too long. I like the idea. It was great that it's televised. I love it. But way too long. It could have been a third of the time. We don't need Shaq and Chuck chiming in. I love those guys, but let's hear from before and let's hear from them after. Correct. Giannis trying to draft Ja when he couldn't. LeBron calling Luka Huka Dantic. I know that ain't getting good. <laughs> we're not letting that slip <laughs> under the radar. Those were the best parts of the night for me because once that basketball game started, it was all downhill. Layup line. Literally the least defense I've seen in an all-star game. I've watched a lot of these lately. Right before they had this rule change, it looked this bad. And that's what spurred everything. Okay, we're going to get away with the conferences. Okay, we're going to put charity money on the line. Okay, we're going to bring boys and girls clubs and put them in the side front rows to just cheer and bring some excitement. This game was a snooze fest, bro. It's it's a real issue. You're speaking facts, man. And part of that limited defense attested to 
by some of the score lines, man. You see Joel Embiid with a 30 ball, you know, Kyrie with a 30 ball, Jalen Brown with a 30 ball, uh, Donovan Mitchell with a 40 ball, you know, Dame Lillard was there with 26. But Jason Tatum breaking the all-time All-Star game record with 55 points in the All-Star game, man. There was no defense, you know? And you look at the minutes and you look at the total scoreline, man, it's, I don't know. It's just like with everything considered, you see these kind of scorelines, you mentioned it. It was a snooze fest, man. It wasn't the best All-Star game we've seen last year. Went down to the wire. and hate to see it. Hate to see it. Yeah, I, I didn't like seeing that, man. This is supposed to be the, the NBA stage, right? We got all these celebrities coming. We got international Burna Boy Thames killing it at a halftime. This is supposed to be the night to showcase the NBA. That was not a showcase. <laughs> if anything, that was hurting the brand. So so we got to talk about how to fix it. Me and Faraz got a couple ideas for you. I like the charity angle, right? That should get guys to play. And it did the first year, but we're now five years in. Six years, I believe, because LeBron was 5-0, and oh, now 5-1 and one as a captain. Yep. So we're now six years in. It's time to, to change some stuff up. So here's my, here's my pitch. Faraz, let me know what you think. Double down on the charity. Players should be meeting kids from these charities that they're playing for, from these disadvantaged groups, right before the game. You know those NBA Cares commercials they used to do? Yep. They need to run that back. Put one of those right before tip. Show it on the broadcast. We cut down those drafts by at least 20 minutes. It should be 15 minutes with one commercial break between reserves and starters. We get right into this NBA Cares commercial. Make everyone aware right before tip. All right, we're playing for this, that, the third. There's going to be a connection there, an emotional connection. If LeBron sees, okay, we win this quarter and we're getting shoes for little Timmy in the second row, maybe that <laughs> that helps. What do you think? I love that, man. You you build that connection there. Like you said, the charity angle was awesome. You make it seem like they're doing it for something. You know what I mean? And it's not just an accolade. Once you get to the game, that's the end of it, you know? So I like that. I feel like the NBA has kind of gotten away from that. I haven't heard anything about NBA Cares in a while. You know, I haven't, I haven't seen anything about NBA Cares in a while. I'm sure they're doing it. You know, but bring it back. Bring it to the forefront. I see that the All-Star game, man. Give some of these kids some front row seats to the All-Star game, man. That would be real cool. Word. And I think another part that made these games so special and it really hurt this year was by halftime Giannis and LeBron were done. When we think back to all those older All-Star games that people are putting up on Twitter and Instagram saying this is what it used to be, right? When we got like 1990s Michael Jordan going at Magic in the last three possessions or, or Kobe versus Braun. It was... The all-time guys setting the tone. When LeBron plays hard in an all-star game, the others are going to follow suit. When Kobe is playing defense, what do you look like not playing defense? You know what I mean? So I think 100%. that kind of hurt this year with LeBron and Giannis being out. Um, but another pitch I have is still what the Rising Stars did. Four captains instead of two, top two vote-getters from each conference. They're drafting teams in a squad of six I know you're inflating the amount of players that are all-stars, but that happens every year anyway because of injuries. And now we're just having a tournament. First two teams go, second two teams go, and the winners face off to finish it. Okay, that's interesting. I like that. I think that makes it a little bit more concise. I'm not going to lie, right? It threw me off at first when I saw this new format. I'm like, how are they going to make it work? Four teams, a mini tournament. I get it's round robin, but what's the timing looking like on the schedule? You know what I'm saying? But uh, I like that. I mean, I think it makes it a little bit more concise, brings it back to more of like a traditional rising star game. I like that. I like that. I mean, we know that uh, Adam Silver is always listening to what our suggestions are here at the Hoop Plug. 
So we got to probably trademark some of these, man. We're about to see it at the next year's All-Star game. So it wasn't just All-Star break that we're here for today. We're talking yep. about the final 20 games remaining, just seven weeks till playoffs start. And we got some hot takes to go through. All right, the first one. Mm-hmm. After a big-name buyout market, we saw John Wall, Reggie Jackson, Pat Bov, Russell Westbrook all land in new spots. Kevin Love, the latest, to find a new home. <laughs> the vet power forward fell out of rotation in Cleveland. But, man, he's landed on his feet in Miami. The hot take here, Kevin Love will be a major factor for the Miami Heat. Oh, Kevin Love is the exact type of player this Miami Heat team was looking for. Get him Bam some help in the front court. He may not start. I mean, he have the ability to slide him in next to Bam. Those are probably two of the smallest slash best rebounding base. I don't know how you tie that in word-wise, right? But at their size and their ability to rebound, however you want to do it, you could get it done, man. You could bring him off the bench. You could play him in a somewhat of a six-man role. You could start him in certain games. But he's going to be a great addition for this Heat team if they plan to make a deep playoff run. I love what you talked about in that versatility in Kevin Love's game at this point. I mean, the the three-point shooting is a constant. He's been in a slump this year, but he's still shooting 35%, which is one, two points better than Miami Heat as a team this year. Miami has been right. atrocious in two areas, right? When you look at them overwhelm, underwhelming in that start, they're 28th, second to last in three-point percentage as a team, and 27th in rebounding as a team. It's because they've been playing small ball for the better part of three years, running Bam Matabayo at the center with no other front court players in sight. Unless you're talking Sorry. about Dwayne Dedman and 45-year-old Udonis Haslam. But Kevin <laughs> Love checks both those boxes. He's three-point shooter. He's a phenomenal rebounder. Not good. Phenomenal rebounder. Um, so he's going to help that front court immensely. He's going to have a big impact for the Miami Heat. I could Correct. see him getting hot in a playoff game. He's got the experience. He's going to be a, he's going to be huge. I'm with you. I'm with you. And not only that, like you said, he has the ability to score and go off. There's not really a, a specific scoring pecking order. I mean, you kind of want Jimmy Butler to lead the way Tyler Hero gets in there, but there's not like a specific bam kind of is up there in the top three. But you don't know who you're going to get 20, 25, 30 from each and every night, right? So this is perfect place for Kevin Love to insert himself. I wouldn't be surprised. Like you mentioned, we may see a 30 ball. We may see a couple 30 balls in the playoffs if things work out for this team and they make a deep enough run. But in the short term, in the regular rest of the regular season, see an immediate impact on the three-point shooting, see an immediate impact on the rebounding. Like Ty mentioned, they're probably uh, their worst, one of the worst teams in the league when it comes to both of those categories. And uh, you're going to see an immediate improvement in that. Yeah, if he can get them back to the mean, right? They could just hover around 15 in both those areas for the last 20 games of this season. They're going to be in a good spot and probably hunting for a five seed in the East. All right, y'all. Next hot take, James Wiseman. Yeah, I know y'all haven't heard that name in a while, but he will show star potential with the Pistons. He had made his first game debut with Detroit, playing about 18 minutes right before the All-Star break, but he's got 20 to finish strong. Faraz, are you buying this? I'm buying it. I mean, James Wiseman, we knew what he could give you when we, when they drafted him out of college. We couldn't believe the Warriors were fresh off a championship or championship runs, whatever year he was drafted, uh, that they were able to get him at the number one pick. Unfortunately, since then, injury issues has plagued his career. We haven't really seen the number one from the number one pick in his year's draft. Right now with Detroit, you know, he's getting some they're slowly mixing him into the rotation, slowly easing him into the rotation. However, expect some big things from James Wiseman. I'm buying on this one. I'm right there with you. Yeah, we usually see lottery 
picks end up on really bad teams. And with those bad teams come opportunity. When you land on the champions, you land on Dub Nation, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, you don't have much of a runway to make mistakes and figure it out. If you don't come in hot, land on your feet and get to it right away, that opportunity will be taken from someone else because they don't have time to wait around. So we saw that with James Wiseman, just 60 games played through his first three seasons as dub. It's clear there was no path on the Warriors for Wiseman to reach his potential. He got 27 starts as a Warrior, all in his rookie year, served as star of Santa Cruz versus the future star of the Golden State Warriors. But new start in Detroit, a chance to avoid that bust label that's going to be coming for him. But this is still a 7-foot, 240-pounder. Wiseman in Detroit gets the opportunity to make things simple again. Just be a big, protect the rim, finish your easy looks, and you're going to be okay. Because it's all the physicals that made him the number two pick in the draft. So if he gets to just get back to playing basketball, stay healthy, be out there, build some confidence, I think you're right. I think this hot take is right. James Wiseman is going to show some real stuff in Detroit. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Right there with you. Next up on this take, I feel like I should allow you the intro, but at the same time, we're going to bring it up. The Knicks will make the playoffs and miss the play-in. Ty. Okay. <laughs> hey, man. So with that said, that's the top six seed that we're talking about missing the play-in but making the playoffs. So the Knicks, man, they just left the All-Star break. It's one of the NBA's hottest teams, no doubt. Six seed in the East. They have a top five offense and a defense that should only get better since December 4th with Mitch Robinson returning from that thumb injury. Josh Hart made his way from Portland an ideal playoff plug-in guy. He does a lot of things other than scoring one of the best rebounding wings in the league. He improved the Portland Trailblazers by nine points per possession that season. That's better than 91% of players in the league. We got Randall as an all-star, Brunson playing even better. I think this is true. I don't think they catch the Cavs at four, but the Nets are still in front of them at five. I think that's where the Knicks settle in. RJ Barrett still giving you 20 points a game. Emmanuel quickly looking as good as you would expect. Quentin Grimes, we just saw what he did in the Rising Stars game. Maybe that helps him build some confidence. Seems looking good. I'm right there with you. Um, I usually don't like to give the Knicks their flowers all the way, all the way. Right, I like to throw some shade their way first. But no, this was a great move by the Knicks, bringing in Josh Hart. You know, you see Julius Randle's play, R.J. Barrett, Jalen Brunson, and Josh Hart got that college connection, you know, winning a national championship with each other over at Villanova. Uh, man, you like to see it from the New York Knicks. I think they're going to be able to hold on. They might be able to sneak a five seed in. But right now, like you said, they're going to be settled in six seed. I like it. Very happy for New York right now. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. For one team, you know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm changing the topic right now, but Dallas Mavericks, if we look at the other side of things in the West, they're in a similar spot to the Knicks right now, not in terms of the team outlook, right? They got a lot of optimism, Kyrie underfold, but in terms of the standings, they're in the five seed, but it's a much more crowded pool. They're only two and a half games up from the seven seed, right? They just lost two going into the break. We know Kai and Luca are still trying to figure it out, but if they don't figure it out soon, they could drop back pretty far. They could end up missing the playoffs entirely. They don't, like I said, have too much. One bad week, Lakers only four and a half games back. They're in the 10 seed. They're in the 11 seed, one bad week in Dallas. So uh, just something to watch out there. Maybe there's an exclusive coming. Wink, wink. <laughs> you already know, man. Uh, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, no, I'm there with you. 
And uh, it's, it's just crazy how the league is these days, man, because you even mentioned, I'm looking at the standings right now. It looks like Pelicans are half a game behind and then the Timberwolves are well, are half a game behind the Mavericks. And you mentioned that everybody else is pretty Golden State getting healthy. Close. Lakers yep. looking like the new look Lakers. <laughs> we'll out. see. For we'll real, see. for We've real. We've said that about seven times this year. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, things have been changing. They've been a lot, a lot of up and down. You know what I mean? So, for real, for real, we'll just have to see. <laughs> All right, man. Something else that's crazy, man. NBA always pushing the boundaries. I saw this. You know? I don't know if you've seen this yet, bro. I have, Last I week, have. Commissioner Silver revealed this insane new feature on the NBA app where you can scan yourself 360. You can't do it by yourself. You got to have someone homie help you out. Maybe charge, <laughs> I don't know. And after that 360 <laughs> view of you, like you're scanning your my player face in, is taken, you can go to a live game on the NBA app, click on a player, and that player will appear as you. So I'm saying you could choose Jason Tatum, <laughs> scan yourself, <laughs> and now we got Faraz dunking on LeBron. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say I'd never be Jason Tatum, but that's one moment I'd take. You know, <laughs> And uh, for a lot of you bums, you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't get to live this in everyday life. For me, Ty, you know what I'm saying? We'd be dunking on cats all the time. But for you guys, you finally have the offer. No, I'm kidding, man. Big shouts, big love. You know, the people at home. But no, man, this is really cool, taking technology to the next level. You can never know what uh, Allen Iverson is capable of. You know, big shouts out to AI really making this technology possible, <laughs> inserting yourself in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Took you a while. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, man. No, that's pretty this cool is, stuff, though. Yeah, man. I always wonder what the final stage of video games is. I think we're seeing it right here, bro. When do we get to the point where video games are indistinguishable from reality? I think it's when your my player is physically, <laughs> like, in a live game. It's a yeah. clone of yourself in a live game. That, man, honestly, I don't know how much further they can go because then we're getting into some really weird situations with like early 2000s, late 90s movies where you become a part of the game. And if you don't win the game, you die in, in the game and in real life. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. The only thing I could yeah. think that would make this more realistic is, uh, guys, most of you guys, we're not NBA athletes, right? So this is obviously fiction. But if you want to give the most realistic experiences possible, only clone yourself as Ben Simmons and you will see what <laughs> you would look like surrounded by NBA athletes. Oh, man. Ben Simmons deserves it, man. And... Uh, <laughs> Big shouts out. All right, take that back. No shouts out, Benji Simmons. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that'll do it for another episode of The Plug, man. Ty, any closing thoughts before we wrap this one up? Just want to tell y'all guys one more time about the best men's hair care, skin care, grooming company in the game. EvanAlexanderGrooming.com. You already know, man. They are the best, like Ty said. The best place to get your hair right, beard right, skin right. They got everything you need and more. And don't forget to plug in promo code hoop underscore plug underscore for. That's right. 15, you guessed it, 15 big percentage points off. You know what I'm saying? That's your next order minimum of 50 at purchase. Yeah, Let's man. Go. Big shots. Big we got that shots, term you know? for you. We've been telling y'all no discount. This just to get your hopes up. You know what I'm saying? We didn't want to let yes, you on. Sir. But now we know 15% off. You just got to spend that 50 bucks. And it's That's all yours. right. And listen, man, they got a lot of products for real. They got it all, man. They got the 
They got the exfoliators. They got the beard bombs. They got the soap bars. You know, we'll be using it all. Look how elite these beards be looking at shiny. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm I got saying? my turmeric right here. Hey, don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. <laughs> and with that being said, before we close out this episode of the Hoop Plug, man, we really appreciate it if you guys could just subscribe to the channel. Been working really, really hard to get you guys some content. And hopefully, you know, you liked it. If you liked this video, please don't forget to just hit us with that little subscribe. And as always, put some flavor in your ear. Peace.